President Trump hinting at an entertainment incentive in a Rose Garden speech today, but will this bring back Broadway? Let's get to it. This is the Lights Out special of Making a Musical podcast. I'm Jacqueline Thrapp. The president said today that his administration is planning on helping the entertainment industry, but it didn't exactly say how. Here's the quote. We're going to be doing things for restaurants and various pieces of the entertainment industry, which will be an incentive, whether it's deductions or whatever. But Steve Mnuchin's going to be working on that because the restaurants will be a bit harder to come back, end quote. That's the quote from the president. So what does this mean? Well, it means that I don't know what it means. It means that we should find out later. He said soon. So how soon is soon? Exactly. But there is new hope for a vaccine. Pharmaceutical company AstraZeneca is aiming to produce 2 billion doses of a vaccine by September. There's an estimated 330 million people in the U.S. right now. One report says that each American will need two doses. So that's more than enough for all Americans. But then again, we got to think global here. So we have some promising news. There's a chance that Broadway might actually reopen in September. I might bring back my prediction and say, yep, it might. But if it does, who's going to pay for it? Investors don't get money back in half full theaters. 80% of Broadway shows close without even recouping, and that was before we even had to deal with coronavirus. So investing in Broadway just seems like a great way to lose money. So what are we going to do? We love Broadway. We want it. How are we going to do it? Broadway director Sam Mendes has an idea. He wrote an article in the Financial Times titled, How We Can Save Our theaters. He's asking the government to invest. You heard that right. He is asking the government to invest. Now, it'll take a lot of work right now to get a private investor to invest in a show that's likely doomed to fail. That's because of coronavirus, not the content of the show. So in this article where he's suggesting the government becomes an angel investor, he says this quote, in short, our offer is to treat the government as an angel using the same formula to return investment and share in profit of successful shows once those shows have earned back their initial costs. This is not a request for a handout nor for long-term life support. It's an offer for the government to become partners in a successful business, end quote. Now, here's, excuse me, here's what an angel investor is. An angel investor, they call them in theater, is somebody who just writes a big check gives it to your show and then I'll explain investing again to you if you have a show uh, let's say your show is 10 bucks an angel investor wrote a check for one dollar as an investment then from profits after you deduct costs they will get 10% back every single time you got around to ticket sales like every week they'll get 10% back because they gave 10% to the show after cost. So that's what an angel investor is, or that's just what an investor is for theater to break it down. So they're basically asking the government to get involved, but will people go? That's the thing. Now, Mendes directed The Ferryman, Cabaret, and Gypsy. He's a big guy. He's pretty well known. And he goes a little further that I'm, I'm going back and forth on this one. And here's what he said in the article as well. He also asked people who became rich during coronavirus to help out 
especially those that got rich from Netflix or Amazon Prime. Those streaming services are entertainment and their stocks. Oh boy, those things surge. The worse coronavirus got, the more those stocks surged. Amazon took a little hit um, in the beginning there, but it did go up. Um, but it's not just video, obviously. However, they are big players, Amazon and Netflix, in the entertainment industry. So he thinks that considering people who got rich from that, whether it's stock or they're associated with that company anyway, then you should help out the entertainment industry because Broadway is part of the entertainment industry and you got rich from it during coronavirus while Broadway got poor, so you might as well throw some money in. Now, I have stock in Amazon and I only made 143 bucks so far because I had one share. I bought it a few weeks ago. That's not my definition of rich. If you would have bought Amazon at a low point, you probably could have made $700. That's maybe you could pay off a credit card bill. I don't, I'm not, would I invest it? No. Also, that doesn't even qualify to invest. But maybe he's asking the companies like Netflix and Amazon to invest because that part of the article was not clear. So if he is asking the actual companies like Netflix and Amazon to invest, well, then they will soon own Broadway as well. Hashtag remember Disney? Yeah, Disney got into the theater and then people were always getting mad because it kept producing its own movies for stage versions of it and then there's taking up all the theater space. So the good thing about Netflix and Amazon is I don't think... <laughs> that would be kind of interesting if they just were like, we have some shows or movies that went well, let's make a Broadway show. I don't think they would do that. Um, They could do... I think, what's that theater? Um, Audible Theater has is renting out some space downtown. I don't know. Now I'm just letting my mind go. I didn't write that out. So my point is, interesting proposal to suggest Netflix and Amazon invest into theater. I don't think it, yeah, interesting proposal. So do I have the answer? No. But as a producer who pays for her own projects, I'm not writing any checks for stage performances anytime soon. Not mine. Not your commercial production. I will, however, support nonprofit theater because these never relied on commercial investing anyway. That's why nonprofits probably have the best luck at opening first and staying open, even though they don't have an audience, because they rely on, on galas and, and grants and all that stuff. So that's been around. It's not as good as it should be, but. At least that's there. Commercial productions can't do that. So the public theater is already starting to open its bathrooms now um, for Black Lives Matter protests. And it's part of a big open your lobby movement. Theaters across the U.S. are opening up their lobby for protesters to use the bathroom and get food and drinks. Now, if you're listening to this a few weeks later, let me just give you a recap. These Black Lives Matter protests have been going on for about a week, probably just over a week. It's in response to the terrible death of George Floyd. That is when a police officer put his knee on his neck for a very long period of time, which ultimately led to his death. At this time, all four officers have been charged, and I can see why there are so many people hitting the streets, because what happened is, is insane. And now Broadway does have a response. So here's what the Broadway Bound Theater Festival just posted on Instagram. It's calling on theaters to repurpose their spaces to support protesters nationwide who are fighting against racism and injustice. So uh, theaters, go for it if you can afford it. Remember, there are venues that, that might not even open back up because there's no money. So if they can't open up, can't open up due to financial reasons, 
don't knock them too hard. They, it's either like, we want theater to come back. And, um, you know, everyone's peed on the sidewalk a few times. But if you can, that's great. And I think a lot of theaters in New York are doing that. So if theaters can reopen, just their lobby to let people use the restroom, I think that's a wonderful idea because everything is shut down and it's a great way to support people who are out. I should note that the theater festival who posted that, who's encouraging this, doesn't actually have its own venue. It rents. In addition to that, this theater festival also did not accept one black playwright into its upcoming season. Not one. And so now they're opening another slot for a player musical by a black playwright to be produced in February of 2021. You can submit that now. I read that fast. I'm a little out of breath. Sorry. You can submit this now. The festival has waived its $25 reader fee and $1,000 submission fee for the playwright who is picked. Now, a lot of people have reached out with their first work to me and they're like, I'm nervous that like, I'm not going to get picked. There's probably so many people sending their stuff in. Well, let me tell you this. I can guarantee you there's not as many people as you think. <laughs> So send your stuff in because you have a good shot. So where do I stand on all of this? Well, we've seen the protests across the country and I've been working nonstop covering them for the news organization that I write for. So I've seen the videos. I've seen what's happening. I've seen the protests. I've seen the violence. And I want to let you know, yes, black lives do matter. The cops should be charged. Things need to change. It's been nearly a week of protests, and now I do think it's time for the violence and the looting to stop. And I should note that a lot of the videos I see coming in of violence are white people. White people attacking cops. White people getting in the face of cops. Like, I don't know why white people are doing this after curfew. It's wonderful to support and stand and walk with people, I 100% support that. But I'm not sure why at 2 in the morning a white person is throwing a water bottle full of gas at a police officer. I don't understand why that's happening. And one of the causes, potential causes, are members of Antifa. You do have these groups who go to protests to cause trouble. So that's why there are these curfews. And when it comes to my personal and controversial thoughts, well, to quote my father, the cop, the quote is, riots are not a spectator sport, end quote. So if you're breaking curfew just to see what's happening as a spectator, don't be mad if you get hit by a rubber bullet. People are losing their eyes. People are being tear gassed. If you're going past curfew and you're supporting the movement and you think that that is how you'll get your voices heard and you have that passion, go for it. It honestly Honestly, if that is how you feel, I say go for it. But if you're just a spectator and you just want to see what's up, and if you're getting really, really close to cops so you can get footage of cops being mean to you, I just want to let you know you're not a journalist. So don't act like you're a journalist because I've seen your videos and your videos suck. And if you don't support the movement, then you shouldn't be out past curfew antagonizing cops just to get a good video. That's stupid. And I like don't follow you anymore. So <laughs> that's my thought on that, especially again, toward the white folks going out there, starting trouble. And like I said, you can support it. I support it. You want to march? March. Do it. But why do you got to escalate something? <laughs> well, it's, well, you know, that's my thought. Here are some laws, if you live in New York, you should know about. The city has a curfew. City bike stops running at 6 p.m. now, which sucks. I almost got trapped in Manhattan. 
an Uber stops at eight. So you can't take Uber. And then the subway stops at one. So if you're out at 2 a.m. in the Bronx or Manhattan, and if you live in Brooklyn or Queens or vice versa, you're not getting home. Like, how are you getting home? I don't know. Walking, maybe? You see a lot of these posts on social media of people who are just stuck because the city stopped running. So the, another thing you should know about is a judge ruled a judge ruled that the NYPD can keep anyone detained for more than 24 hours because this is, quote, a crisis within a crisis. So if you go to jail, you're not getting out the next morning. They can hold you for much longer, even when it comes to protesters who are not violent. This is like peaceful protesters. If they detain you when you go to jail... You're not getting out for a while. Side note, remember, when it comes to coronavirus, it's still out there. And obviously, when it comes to coronavirus in New York City, we are not all in this together anymore. This has nothing to do with the protests. This is a side note. Aside from the protests, people are not wearing their masks in the city. So you have people walking around in the city not wearing masks, and then some of them go to the protest, some of them don't, and then that is, we're going to find out how serious coronavirus is in a few weeks, if the numbers peak or if they don't, but people are not wearing masks, and you have to wear your mask just because there's a protest that happened, or just because the sun's out doesn't mean you can stop doing what you did for three months in, in the pandemic, like the pandemic is not over, the pandemic is still going. Now, you can also get a free test. New Yorkers now finally have access to free tests. Go get it. Back to Black Lives Matter. I understand that I will never understand. And this week has opened my eyes to very little things and some big things that I had no idea that I did as a white person. I had no idea that there were things that I could just walk out the door through life, not think twice about that other people have to deal with every single day they step out the door. I had no idea that this was going on and I'm making major efforts in my own life to cause change with what I do. I'm registering to vote and even taking that much further, I need to expand my awareness. Good Morning America suggested reading the book called How to Be an Anti-Racist. I'm reading that. There's also a show on Netflix that I'm watching called 13. There's also all these other documentaries I have queued up. Postmates has a section now for black-owned businesses that you can support. I'm going to be doing that, and I'm going to do my best to listen. So please give me some grace if I mess things up along the way. So again, just please give me some grace if I said something wrong or if I do something wrong. I, I'm not coming from a bad place, and I really, really, really would like to see change just as much as you. With that, next week, I'm making a very big announcement. So tune in. It's going to be right here on this podcast. You're not going to want to miss it. And stay safe out there. Thanks.